Do you ever feel like you're a slave to technology? Well, that's what we're gonna get into on this evening's special edition of the All Around Growth Podcast. Yes, everybody, we have a special edition podcast. It's Monday night, I'm headed into town got an odd fellows meeting and I just had a scintillating experience with my devices. Yes, they are wonderful. They make our lives easier in a lot of different ways, but they are becoming the bane of my existence. So in this episode of the All Around Growth Podcast, we're going to talk about my experiences with technology. And there will be some humor in this. Hopefully there will be some takeaways that are of benefit to you. And if anything, this is somewhat of a therapeutic session, which may consist of some interesting points that I have to make, some interesting observations that I have, and just me venting to you about, yes, the technology. So without further ado, let's get into it and get a better understanding of where I'm coming from on this evening's surprise recording. Okay, well, uh, for those who have followed what's been going on up until this point, during the video blog series throughout this late spring and summer of 2020, bear with me on that little microphone adjustment there, but there's those who were with me saw that I you know, began to see the frustration and the angst that I was experiencing on account of my device. Now, I have been an iPhone user for almost 10 years. I started off with Android devices and when I lived in California, I first was exposed to the original iPhone while working on a forestry project and I thought it was just incredibly fascinating that we could pull up better quality maps on a phone in an area with no cell signal that somehow still managed to recognize our location and that occurred with more accuracy than the GPS that we had supplied to us by the company we worked for. At any rate, I digress. <sighs> Technology. So you guys had seen that my iPhone had run out of storage and I had to clear it out and so on and so forth. But at the same time, I'm going through this process of disengaging from the cloud. Okay, and the cloud 
as I understand it, all right, first and foremost, I'm no technology expert, all right? Like, I know a little bit of stuff. I know enough to get me in trouble. I know enough to be the point person for the wholesale nursery and tree farm that I work for, the day job that I have. I know enough to be the point person between the company and the contractor known as Vista IT Systems. Shout out to Vista, what's up? Now, I can solve a lot of problems myself. I can, I, you know, my understanding of things is pretty good, I would say. But again, I'm no expert. But what, I'm, what I began realizing, and this is applicable to me, you, you do whatever you want in your own life, and I won't judge it, but for me, I began to notice that like, I'm interested in photography to a certain extent. I'd like to get a nice camera to document the change and transition that's occurring at York Meadow Farm, which is where I am a tenant, and I live there with my parents. And that is the home and homestead that we are building and developing from raw land, and I'd like to get a camera to document what's going on, the birds and the wildlife that are changing, and be able to do so in a way that is a little bit higher, well, a lot higher quality than the cameras on our iPhones and our smartphones. Now, the technology is changing. It's changing fast, and these new devices have great cameras and things like that. But, and, and you know, for, for years I was, I was an iCloud user. I went full on into the iCloud uh, dynamic. And when I started my proverbial business, uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I, <laughs> I was having a laugh the other night about this, um, you know, with somebody, I don't know. And um, don't remember where or when, but I was laughing about this, this, this business that I started. You know, um, I think it was in an email chain with somebody. That, uh, you know, one of you fellow listeners. So uh, I forgive me for not remembering exactly who it was. Steph, maybe it was you, but we were laughing about this business or maybe it was, um, Stephanie from New Story Farm. Don't know, but you know, I, I I started this business and did a bunch of stuff and spent a bunch of money, including you know, brand new laptop, brand new MacBook, you know, because I, I needed it and a website for customers I didn't have and all this stuff, you know. So I had the MacBook. Well, I have the MacBook. It's a great machine still. Uh, at least five years old. Operates like a dream. Great products. iPhone, been using it for 10 years. Great products. Uh, never really got big into tablets. I do own an iPad, but I bought like a first generation refurbished one. Don't even use it anymore. 
we have one at work, don't use it. Uh, just, I am not a tablet guy for whatever reason. Maybe that will change, maybe not. But for the longest time, the, the, the iCloud was such a valuable tool with my, you know, how I utilized my devices. And then I could have the iCloud on PC, that little app that ran and, or the Google extension and, you know, it, it, it just, it worked all right, but the reality is I don't use my MacBook like I can and should. I'm working on changing that as I get more involved in this web development bit that I'm working on, hopefully, which will be fodder for content in future episodes as I actually begin to consider growing and evolving that skill set into a bit of a side hustle. And um, along with my poo picking up business, I <laughs> had an idea, like I've been saying and thinking to myself, I'd, I'd be happier picking up dog poo, you know, as one of the supplementary income streams that I have on the homestead. And I thought, well, as we're going into winter, times are slowing down a little bit. Like I'm not opposed to picking up dog poo under headlamp in the evenings to uh, earn an extra buck. I don't know. We'll see what happens on uh, future. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for this insanity because this is the life that I lead. I actually bought the domain name nopoopforyou.com and I even made a fantastic meme today with the soup Nazi and said no poop for you and began what might actually be my super simplistic website. But again, more on that later. Because these are the things that I like to do with my devices, is utilize them to capture ideas and do some actual work when I am able to, when the mood strikes, which can be any time. I had my palms covered in pork fat last night as I was preparing a shoulder roast. Yes. Ah. And I kept on having ideas and, you know, I had to pause and wipe off my hands. But, you know, you can't use your devices when they're full of bullshit. So, and that happens very quickly with the increased technology, the increased quality of the cameras, the increased everything, as the quality of the content that we put on our phone continues to increase, what isn't really increasing a whole lot is the storage capacity of the phones. Yes, you can get a 64 gigabyte or a 128 or a 256, but all of those cost money and the reason I have the phone that I have is because I was able to secure this phone for no charge based on the plan that I got and the way I was able to negotiate it with the sales rep at Verizon. So, hell, maybe I can talk more about what I'm doing with my cell phone plan, how that fits into my life, and how that fits into the overall deliberate living system that I am actively working on. And while it is slow to come to fruition, it is still there. It is a thing. It's just been 
tabled. It's just been put on the back burner and it sits in the background waiting for me to actually move that forward in the best way possible, which may be doing things like no poop for you, Medina area poo pickup by appointments. Oh my God, I have no idea. But I think it's hilarious and I think there's some merit to it. So, you know, if you think it's a great idea, good on you, run with it. But the one thing you can't have is nopoopforyou.com because that's mine, baby. Um, so anyways, I have this old PC at home that I have been operating off of. It was one of our old work PCs. I ended up, you know, sort of taking it. And then, um, you know, with the understanding that I would have to return it if we ever needed it, but it was an old machine. Somebody got upgraded. And rather than just stick this in the office with the other several machines that are in there, I decided to put it to good use, take it home, get it cleaned up at the local repair guy. And that seemed to be a good idea. I don't know what's going on, if it's just old or whatever, but it is operating very slowly. And then I started having problems with my keyboard. And then I started getting this damned error on my phone when I was trying to transfer files back and forth of the, you know, um, devices become unresponsive or whatever, and uh, our device is unreachable. And, you know, part of the reason why I got this smartphone, like a secondary personal line, was to begin increasing the level of separation between myself and my day job to potentially or effectively begin the baby steps, the infancy of distancing myself from the company so that I can continue to work with them, but in a capacity that is more along my terms than terms that are dictated to and by my employer. I think there is some real merit and value in that idea, and I just hope that they are receptive to that as we begin to explore that. And that could be I really don't think that's going to be within the next 12 months. There are things that I need to do and want to do, and they're simply going to be easier and less stressful for me when I do that under full employment of the day job. I'm not utilizing that as an excuse to not engage in some side hustle, but Hey, there's going to be people that are saying you are using that as an excuse to engage in side hustle. I've got other projects that I'm involved in with regard to health and wellness, my community, and those things take up time too. And I'm devoting time to that. And the reality is the time that I devote to other aspects of my life outside of my day job take away from the potential for me to engage in a side hustle the way that I want. But at this, this current time, those things in my life trump the side hustle because it's important for me to establish those connections and those networks right now. Part of it is within my church and involves my spiritual growth. 
part of it is with the volunteer organization. That's where I'm headed right now, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, which, you know, is part of maybe, I'm not even going to say that's my spirit. This is my community. And, you know, we, in a nutshell, what it's all about is a group of men working to build and improve our community to elevate the character of mankind. Simple. So check that out if you are interested. You can learn more at IOOF.org or MedinaOddFellows.org. That's our website. And, um, you know, luckily I was able to take my laptop, take my hard drive and my cell phone and ask mom and dad if I could use dad's computer, which happened to be my brother's old computer that he built years ago. So as time goes on, I may end up to get the best bang for my buck in terms of a computer. I may be working with my brother on building a computer that's capable of doing all the things that we need to to be as proficient and um, effective as possible to be able to work in an optimal manner so as to not waste time because again our time is valuable and the more time we spend farting around, working through errors with our various systems of support personally, with our own technology, the more time is wasted and that's time spent that we could be doing other things, things that are more valuable, things that actually make a difference in the world. And those are the things that we want to focus on because those are the things that matter most to our own individual all-around growth.